0: So here we go.
1: So can I have my notes back?
0: (laughs) Can you have your notes back? Yeah. No, you wanted, you didn't want me to, (laughs) to, to, you know, you wanted me to take care of it. So here I am taking care of it. So are you going
1: to read my notes?
0: Am I going to read your notes? I don't know. Should I read your notes? No. Give me my computer back. Are they noteworthy?
1: Give me my computer back. No,
0: I don't think I, I don't think I want to do that.
1: There we go. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the Made Me Watch podcast. I'm Leah. And I'm Bryant. And this week, I made Bryant watch Labor of Love.
0: It was definitely a labor of love.
1: Which is basically The Bachelor, but trying to find a baby daddy. So with adults instead of 20-somethings and age-appropriate people. Comments? Uh, Questions? Where to begin? Answers? Are we recording? We are. We are recording. Good team.
0: All right. That's, that's a positive. At least we're moving in a positive direction.
1: So we find out that this girl was, um, her name is Christy. It's being hosted by Kristen Davis, to which both me and Bryant went. We found out, both Bryant and me both were like, who's Kristen Davis? And then Christy, the essentially bachelorette or baby mama, as they keep calling her, makes a Charlotte joke. And I'm like, oh, she must be from Sex and the City. I never watched that show. So it did not clue into me who Kristen Davis was. He's the host, and we find out the show's filming out of Atlanta. They just have like two random bowls of lettuce in the house for no reason. Yeah,
0: that was really weird. I didn't. I I think that the set designers on this show they had a pretty. Pretty wicked sense of humor. They really did. They were
1: just (laughs) like, let's see what we can do. Those houses, by the way, totally were lived in by somebody who was on a reality show, and I can't remember who. There's not that many reality shows that film in Atlanta, so I'm pretty sure I could figure it out if I wanted to.
0: I mean, is it like The Real Housewives of Atlanta?
1: No. No. I don't watch The Real Housewives of Atlanta, although I probably should because apparently it's pretty good. But I know it's not that because, like I said, I don't watch it. Uh, I also you know, because I have feelings, Yeah, thought it was real fucking stupid that they got out of Teslas. (laughs) Because I have feelings about Tesla. Yeah, Mm. I know.
0: I've heard it a lot this week. (laughs) Ever (laughs) since, thanks a lot, Elon. I didn't realize that you, that you (laughs) launching a super cool rocket up into space and returning Americans on an American rocket off of American soil, Americans into space. I didn't realize that I was going to get the brunt of it for the week.
1: Well, I mean, if he like, actually did something worth taking credit for. I would give him the credit, but really he's just slapping a logo on something that he didn't do. So anyway, going on as he does, you know, he takes credit for other people's work. You, you do you boo boo. Okay. You do you. Okay. But the other great thing about the show is that all the men have real jobs. They're not influencers. influencers so that was nice. That is true. It's also weird to me that both Kristen Davis and Christy look very similar. Did you notice that?
0: I did notice that. And she's, they th-
1: talk similar too.
0: I, yeah, I didn't notice that part, but Christy is super cute. She is like she, she's she's very pretty. She's very, very, very pretty, and I I, I think it's it's uh, to me I just can't really get over the concept. Like it's a I don't know. I guess it's, I guess because I'm the kind of guy that had to work so hard, you know, for for when I was a when I was a single guy. And I'm sorry, back what in the day? I had man, I struggled. I.
1: I'm sorry. How hard did you work?
0: I worked a lot. I worked hard.
1: I'm confused.
0: <laughs> anyway, the point is, is that <laughs> I that it's just. I guess the tables have turned. I don't know. I don't it's think weird. you worked that hard. We're we're gonna uh, we're <laughs> just gonna, we're just gonna delete this parts of the segment. <laughs> Let's not get Bryant canceled before he gets famous. Uh,
1: Bryant worked hard. Okay, sure, Bryant, sure, sure, sure. Anyway,
0: Bryant worked hard. <laughs> I don't like your tone. <laughs> that's kind of rude.
1: For the people that don't know Bryant's and I story, I literally walked up to Bryant and made fun of him, yep. and that's how we met. Uh. <laughs> yep.
0: Don't don't come. She came in talking <laughs> shit, and she never left. <laughs> but here we are, and it's great.
1: And he kept me. Yep. And there's no refunds. Apparently, I've uh, been told by I'm many.
0: I signed the contract. I lose. Mm. Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> that's basically what it says. If I if. If we tear it up.
1: So anyway, going back to this show, (laughs) I also liked that they're like the cocktail party. The very first when they like met was just full of stock answers and awkward people talking to each other. And I also liked how they kept putting in parent interviews. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yes, the parents and the family are involved from the get. I love that. Yeah. Because usually like uh, like comparing it to The Bachelor, because I watch The Bachelor. They like wait until you're very far down the line to meet the parents. But these people are like no fuck that. Everybody gets their parents right off the <laughs> bat. Doesn't matter if they're gonna make it to episode two or not. You're gonna meet their family.
0: I mean, their f- their families are some of the more entertaining parts. They really of are the episode. Like there's there's some of some of the guys that don't really get a lot of screen time. And no, it's it's weird because they some of them stick around. So obviously something happened where she had a conversation where they thought it was worthwhile, but it was so boring that. They decided that it wasn't wasn't fit to be aired yet. I don't know, but the parents I n- I know more from what the parents have have said about the the men than the men themselves.
1: Well, I always have this theory with the Bachelor that they tend to make the front runner really boring
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the winner really boring throughout the show because they want to make they want to make the second and third place more dynamic because they're teeing those people up to be the next bachelor, bachelorette right. or to throw them on paradise. So I'm wondering if this show is kind of hoping to do the similar format. And so they're kind of playing that angle down the line. I don't know. But I don't
0: know. Out of out of everybody you know, I guess I guess we should kind of we can kind of break down the episode a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean we're kind of all over the place, which is what we do. Even though I have notes and stuff, but but like when I the like start the show already.
0: At the start of the episode, they you know all the guys, all the guys show up, and they, you know, some of them start drinking. Most of them start drinking.
1: Right, and then we have drunk dude.
0: Except, and then we had drunk dude, and he got he got a talking to, and um, well, the
1: start of the episode they do the sperm test. <laughs>
0: Just well, that too. Well, no, this was pre-sperm test. I'm talking when guys are walking up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- this one dude in particular was, he's like a really conservative guy. He showed up in a suit and like he didn't drink because he's got morals and he's got budge. beliefs.
1: Budge. Which a great you. name for being conservative. Yeah, right. Because he don't budge. Because he doesn't budge.
0: Yeah, you can totally, he totally has that that face that mm-hmm. I'm like, you're not going to get anything out of me face. Which may—which I'm he, and he himself didn't get a lot of screen time in this episode, so I'm curious. To, but he's still around for the second because she eliminated some some dudes before the, the episode ended, right? So I'm curious what that guy's all about because he's obviously trying to set himself apart as the non drinker and good conservative dad. But at the same time, it's like he's about as interesting as as a, like a doorstop.
1: Well, I think he's going to end up being slight... I think he's going to end up being religious. Yeah. Because he's playing the moral high code. I also think he's going to end up being moral high code, dude. So I think he's going to end up being good TV in the sense that he's going to kind of try to put everyone in their place and so i don't think necessarily he's going to be a good match for her because she seems to be pretty like city girl almost Mm -hmm. and liberal and so um i think he's going to be high drama i think uh, that makes sense so i think he's more of a producer plant and like we kind of had that conversation about the south african guy alan because he said the wrong name he called her cindy instead of christy
0: yeah that like that that's we talked about that last episode about how i'm over the whole overproduced terrible terribly veiled storylines
1: and you can just tell like a producer told him Mm -hmm. her name is cindy so and it was like day one like calm down and like previously in the episode the guys were talking about how they're all terrible with names so they were and when he he had
0: previously said her name correctly right earlier on so clearly it was either a Freudian slip or it was a plant by a producer. I plant. as as now a professional TV watcher as I am, I think that it was more of a plant than anything else. I
1: agree. So just and then we have the drunk dude, Jason who is totally playing up the small town boy the small town country boy w- which <laughs> Sorry. is
0: that was probably too loud.
1: Which is just not going to work because he is just full of shit. I mean,
0: I... Bless his heart.
1: Bless his heart.
0: God bless his heart. He's... That that guy is a... He's going to stick around for a while just because he's going to be entertaining TV.
1: I don't think so. I think he'll be gone by the end of the next episode because I think he's going to get... Well, I mean, he was drinking by the end of the first episode. So I That's think, true. I think he'll be gone by the next episode. Cause I think he's going to get drunk. And especially cause the second episode, it showed that they were going to the woods I think he's going to get drunk and like puke in the woods.
0: It's possible. I, I hope not for his sake, but you know, things, things happen when you, I guess shit happens when you party naked, as they say,
1: who do you think are the front runners on the show? Do you remember any of their names?
0: No, I'm not done talking, talking shit about the guys yet. Okay. Well. Um, Guys, as a man, let me let's, you know, pull pull your chair up and you know, turn up the volume a little bit. I
1: pull your chair up, take a seat. Take a seat. Listen in. You know,
0: look me in the eye and let's 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 talk, okay? Now, this talk that we're gonna have here, we're we're talking about chivalry, okay? The women's they think it's dead. The women's. They think the women's they think that we aren't aren't gentlemen anymore. And when you when you make yourself look so thirsty for attention that you that you propose a drink to your lady and as you're walking away you just say just just for the record remember that it was me that asked okay you've lost all game and all credibility shame on you sir however i do think that that guy is a front runner you know who i'm talking about that
1: was trent i think
0: i, I don't i don't remember his was name was that
1: the guy who claimed to be the woman whisperer cuz he has sisters
0: no this was the this was the really, really well dressed black guy, shaved head. He's a wealth manager from L.A.
1: Was that Stewart, the guy that she kept after to
0: to tell him that he he she that felt she really heard appreciated? And appreci- him? Yeah, that yeah. was Stewart. Okay, I, I do. D- think I didn't remember his name. I'm sorry. I
1: think sh- I think he's gonna make it really far.
0: I think so too. He has the face for. He has the face one. He has the f- the smile for it. I shouldn't say the face. He's got the smile for it. And two, I think that he really is like making a connection with her. But I did have a problem with the fact that he he was so thirsty and looking for acknowledgement and credibility with her, you know, at the at the f- that quickly.
1: I think that line that he said was weird. Th- I agree. Well, when he said, "You know, remember that I am the one who yeah. asked you. You want if you want a drink or whatever," I thought that was weird. What he had in his favor was that she didn't hear it. Because as he was saying it, someone else started to talk.
0: No, she heard it because she laughed.
1: Oh, really? Because I yeah. I thought she was laughing at what a, something else the other guy said.
0: No, she 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 laughed and said okay, like she acknowledged his statement.
1: Oh, okay. However, they did have a connection because one, she kept him and she pulled him a, like she the when she did the elimination, she made sure to keep him and like tell him she appreciated him, but two. The way that their conversation, when they had like a little one-on-one time, flowed, yeah. it flowed better than most of the other people. Yeah. So I don't know. I think he is definitely a front runner.
0: Can we talk about the old guy? Which old guy? The the oldest guy. The, he's like in his forties. I forget his name. Oh, Tolly. Ta- no, No, is it Tolly? Yeah, I think it was Tolly. One of the
1: ones she sent home. Yeah. Who was like just deflecting all of her questions? Yeah, like could not Super give a straight weird. answer.
0: Like he was like he was guilty of stealing something.
1: Yeah, whenever he so she would be like, So tell me about you, and he'd be like, Well, how are you handling this? The fuck, bro? And then when he got sent home, he was just like, We just didn't have a connection. It's like
0: No, you no. didn't you, you didn't let give her a shot of a connection.
1: Yeah, you you were you thought you were being slick, being like that guy that shows that, you know, I'm interested because I'm, sh- I'm asking about her. And it's just like, no, women want a conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we and, want back and, and to f- be honest, forth.
0: <laughs> to be honest, for your own like self-respect, you should too. Right. like yeah. You shouldn't want to sit there and be bored and ask the same routine questions that you think the other person wants you to ask so that they can talk about themselves and not actually listen to the answer and respond in, a, in an intelligent way. Like, come on, guys. We're better than that. This is 2020.
1: Yeah, I mean, there is the whole, like, women definitely do want to be, like, everybody. You're right. Everybody wants to be asked about themselves. But when you're asking a direct question, like, tell me about yourself. You expect that person to answer. Yeah. (laughs) What do you do for a living? The correct response to that is, what do you do for a living? Not, well, tell me how your day is, honey. What the fuck? Like, no. It's
0: like like in Hitch when he's telling... When he's telling uh, Kevin James, you listen to what she is saying and then respond. You listen and then respond. It's I simple, guys. Just listen.
1: I mean, yes, but also that's a terrible movie.
0: That's a great movie. How dare you? Worst movie ever. It's one of Will's best movies and is the single source of my crush on, uh, on uh, what's her name? Eva Mendes. Eva Mendes. Forever and ever.
1: I mean, I get that. What else to a terrible movie? Who else? What What else? I personally think that they're making the funeral home director. I think his name was Walker. They didn't focus on him at all. Yeah. But she very quickly moved him to the keep pile. That's true. So I'm like, and he actually caught my attention fairly quickly when he like came up and was like, I'm a funeral home director and this is what I do. And I'm like, okay, that's, f- I have more questions. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me more. But also like, I don't know, like just them next to each other. Like
0: it just looks right.
1: It looks right. And then also like when she was talking to him at the cocktail party, they kind of vibed. So I don't know. I think that's one of those like my bachelor moments where I'm like, oh, there's something that they're not trying to show us yet. And then when they did previews from later on in the season, I was like trying to see <laughs> who's still there. Yeah. <laughs> but they were going a little too quick for me.
0: Can we can we talk about favorites? Do you have a favorite? Yeah, so
1: the funeral home guy, Walker, he's one of my favorites. Mario, I think if I remember correctly, Mario was the firefighter. I think she's probably gonna keep him a while. I think Stewart's gonna be in the long run, and then I wrote down Marcus, who I actually don't remember. And I think the hit or miss is gonna be the guy from South Africa, Alan.
0: Interesting. I really, I I really am rooting for Matt Stryker.
1: But we because you did the ultimate thing that you can't do on love reality shows, which is because there are spoilers everywhere, which we do, which we need to talk about this spoiler. And we also need to talk about another spoiler that I found out by accident trying to figure out who Kristen Davis was Mm -hmm. because I didn't know her last name because I forgot it. So we just typed in Chris because I also couldn't remember if it was Krista or Kristen Mm -hmm. labor of love and something popped up that we got to talk about. So there's two spoilers. We accidentally found out that we got to type up. Talk about the one is Matt Stryker, who is the wrestler.
0: Yep, he seems like a good guy, but I'm I have a feeling that you're gonna tell me otherwise.
1: Well, you, you found out <laughs> you're the one who googled it. What did I do? That he's fucking married.
0: Oh, yeah, that was weird and has a kid. Yeah, I, d- I didn't know if that was real or not, but I mean, according
1: you, to Wikipedia, according he to is Wikipedia. currently married, he's been married since 2016 and he has a kid, and
0: he's married to Claire Gold.
1: Who is an Instagram model, fitness model?
0: No. I don't know. Claire Gold. I'm I'm googling. I'm googling her right now.
1: What's weird is neither of them have pictures. I on. I think she's
0: an artist. I think I, I looked up. I looked her up. Oh, there she is, Claire Gold. She's on Twitter. She's pretty active. Is like she? Is, is she who I think she is?
1: Yeah, I mean they've taken photos with she with each other.
0: Oh. Oh, I think, I'm sorry, I don't mean to yell into the microphone, but I think that, uh, I think she's like an Instagram, um, like, how do you say, how do you say it? Influencer? She's, she's uh, Claire Gold forever. Yeah, she's like an Instagram lingerie, like, milf.
1: Yeah, so it says, according to, you know, Wikipedia, which could be wrong, obviously, they're still married,
0: yeah, she's a massage therapist in San Francisco, and this is her Instagram.
1: Yeah, I mean, they don't have any photos of each other on their Instagrams, but no. obviously if he was going to go on the show, they would take them down. Um, it's it's possible they've gotten divorced, and maybe we'll talk about it on the show, but what I find weird is a couple of the guys were asked, have you been married before, and yeah. they said no, and the drunk guy said, was asked like oh do you have any kids and he said no and I could have sworn they asked this guy do you have any kids and they said no now the whole point of this show is for people that do not have kids yet so if he's been married and had a kid and he talks about with her about like how he dreams of being a father someday so if you've been married and have a kid it's weird that you would go on a show trying to find love and have a kid because you've been too busy with work to have a kid
0: it's uh, I, And then a, He just seems like a really good guy. He does seem like a really like good guy. That, the way that he talked about his dad and how much love his family had and oh. the way, like he got emotional about it.
1: I agree. Like, he he was on my list of like you know, he was one of my favorites until you googled it. him and found out that he was married. So It's
0: okay. It happens. But I don't know. He's uh he's my favorite. I hope that he goes far or wins the girl. Either way,
1: I remember one of his matches. Oh my god, I used to watch him.
0: Yeah, I used to watch him too. And and s- that's why I had to Google him because his face looked so familiar.
1: Yeah, he, r- he used to he used to he uh, used to wrestle with RVD, yep, Rob Van Dam, and Charlie Haas. He went to my college, and I met drunk at a bar and came back to my house for a house party. Super weird. To who? Charlie Haas, the wrestler. W- yeah, he went to Seton Hall. We went to the local bar one night, and he was like there drinking his sorrows away, and we invited him back to a house party.
0: Nice. Good for you.
1: He was super fucking weird, man. Was he? Yeah. It was a super weird thing. We were like talking wrestling with him and like, I'm like, didn't you divorce your wife? And he was like, no.
0: You see, you asked, you had like, <laughs> like, you've got this, you've got a pro wrestler standing in front of you. <laughs> and the question that you come up with is, did you divorce
1: your wife? Because it, it, it was just one of those things where like, <laughs> it was. A part of the current storyline that was airing that, like, we were literally watching wrestling that week. Oh, uh, okay. So, it was, like, it, it was kind of one of those things, Was like, is this real or is this fake type of thing? Mm. <laughs> I see. So, it was, like, mm-hmm, that's what we were trying to figure out. It was weird. The whole thing was weird. Why the fuck did he come back to our house it was even weirder. I think he was trying to flirt with Samantha. Get it, Sam. Yeah. Yeah. So what's interesting though is that Wikipedia has been updated to say that he is a cast member of the dating game show Labor of Love.
0: Okay, so maybe there's you know maybe there's something more to that story than than we yeah th- we initially had information on, but that's, that's something that I think is going to play out because they, she ultimately kept him for the next show.
1: Yeah, so we'll find out. It's a weird photo that's chosen on his Wikipedia. So who knows? I mean, maybe they're divorced and Wikipedia is not updated. That happens all the time, especially for people that aren't like super famous, you know? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, we also need to talk about how steep the driveways are because that bothered both that's of us. That, th-
0: honestly, that's been something <laughs> that I have wanted to mention. And I'm like, okay, next I'll mention that. The driveways. The driveways.
1: They were ridiculous as much as the Teslas. They were like, seriously, they were
0: like a 45 degree driveway. Yeah. Close to it. 35 I mean it was it was I a st- don't know how you can live there. It was a steep enough pitch to where like if you put your baby in in the in in like the car seat down on this on the driveway and it kicked too hard, it may roll all the way down the hill.
1: Did you feel as bad as I did when Philip got sent home? I did, I Philip did too was, Philip
0: seems like such a like a like a good guy too, but i also I think that they were not a good pair like they didn't look right together. Philip's a good dude. He works at w- at Children's Hospital here in L.A. Here in L.A. He's a L.A. guy through and through. Uh, I thought it was it, you. You could not have gotten more L.A. No, not at all. And when he gave her uh, <laughs> the, the moon rock, the moon rock crystals, and <laughs> told them what they all meant, and and then at the end he goes, "Do you have a pocket for those?"
1: Jesus, I was <laughs> like, "Oh God, L.A. Go back."
0: Yeah, I thought that was that was really my Jess has pockets. Yeah, but he he didn't last to the end of the episode and he's back to working with kids at the children's hospital so that's cool he's a medical technician yep over there he's a good
1: dude i felt bad for him
0: i did too because he seemed like he was actually like had true intentions and then she basically said i don't really think you're ready to have kids which is kind of hard hard to hear when you're a guy and he actually like
1: seemed so ready for it i think they just were more of a friendship vibe
0: yeah i could see that like they she they seem like they would they would meet at a bar and, and rage all night together. Yeah, but they don't really seem like the intimate type.
1: I don't think I couldn't see them ever making out. Mm-mm.
0: He he's too much like as, as weird. He's as He's too it much sounds, of a friend. Well, I think he's uh, it's weird because he's like thirty. He's like 35, 36. No, he's thirty eight. Okay, yeah, he's thirty eight. But he looks twelve. He looks twelve <laughs> yeah. exactly. And I th- I just thought that he she. Like like you said earlier, there was that guy that it looked like she just fit next standing next yep. to right. He that he didn't he didn't look right at all standing next to her. And you know what would what looks right standing next to him is like a like a like a kind of a shorter, smaller, bleach blonde girl, not this tall power walk, you know, b- brunette that is that's looking for love. He as needs more of, like, a hippie vibe. Very much so. And can she has, a, she has a more of an ass-kicker vibe. Correct. Like which is why I think that she's going to end up with one of the powerhouse. One of the power, power players. Yeah. Like, I think that, what was his name, Steven?
1: Stewart. Stewart. Yeah, her and Stewart also look like they can just yeah. kick ass and take names. I mean, like, as much as we both like the Matt Stryker guy, they kind of don't really look like a match together either, too, because he kind of looks too... <laughs> But they could work, but I, I agree. I think Stewart is a better match, but we'll see. Like it also,
0: I just think she doesn't one. She doesn't really seem like a wrestling kind of chick.
1: I mean, yeah, I agree.
0: And two, that's, that's a pretty hard
1: much career to be, but he's retired.
0: No, he's, he's still on the, on the regional circuit.
1: Oh, he said he was retired.
0: Oh, well, maybe he is. I don't, I don't know. I thought that his Wikipedia said that he was still wrestling regionally. But well,
1: well, we'll see what comes out, because apparently he's saying a lot of shit on this show that ain't true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that's the other thing. You're right. They don't really look right together, because yeah. when, you, when you really think about it, you... In order for a relationship to work, even if it's manufactured on TV, you th- you have to be, you have to have something, something strong in common that bonds you together. Right. Right. And when you have an ass kicking personality like that, the only thing that can stand up to that level of power is an equally ass kicker of a personality. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like, like.
1: I don't remember what she does. I think she said she was either a doctor or a lawyer. Do you remember?
0: I think she was a lawyer, but look look it up. Because I'm not, I'm not entirely sure,
1: but I, I know she has a career like that. Something very intense.
0: So I think that Stewart is likely going to be. I would call him like final three. Yeah, me too. I think he he's top three for sure. Alan, the 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 South tall guy, African, the yeah, th- the tall South African guy. He's like six seven something something crazy. Not, I mean not crazy. I don't mean to like call you tall people out
1: but oh yeah the tall guy i don't remember his name he
0: just looked like he just didn't he he was another one that just didn't look right standing next to her no he did not and if we know anything about reality tv and their producers they are going to l- lean heavily on the picturesque looking looking people versus the the outliers and the ones that kind of slide in under the radar mm. It's interesting, though, because they were drinking for a long time. Yeah. And those guys, like, they, that, and that was another thing that I was thinking when I was watching the show is that that's part of the reason why I like The Bachelorette better than The Bachelor, because the guys, the guys party together. They, they party more. They're more entertaining. They've got that, like, back and forth kind of banter going on. And it, it's, uh, it's more fun to watch. And these guys have the same thing.
1: Right, the uh, I mean I don't know like so I kind of like the Bachelorette better than the Bachelor too because the Bachelor one they always do a little bit better with m- my big issue with the Bachelor is the age appropriate thing right so they'll pick a bachelor who's like thirty two thirty five and then all the chicks will be like in their twenties right well I'm just like okay first of all nobody knows what the fuck they want when they're in their twenties and it bothers me it but also
0: perpetuates the stereotype that middle aged men are gonna. Right, it's a little creepy. And date a really young...
1: And then you kind of also know that it's girl. never going to work out. Like, they're just not going to get married. It's never going to turn into a relationship. Meanwhile, the bachelorettes have a really high success rate. Yeah. And not to be mean, but, like, women generally are better.
0: I mean, for... <laughs> better. I don't know about... Well, I better at picking? No, I think that the big difference is that is that... Not better at picking women... Women for all... <laughs> for all of their their good and bad qualities generally know what the fuck they want and y- you're laser focused on on not necessarily getting what you want cuz that sounds too like diva like but you're you you know how to make things happen a certain way right and i think that that's when you when you have that level of conviction and and understanding of yourself, then you're, you're able to make a a better emotional and also rational decision. Whereas guys are just emotional and, and visual, you know, beings. There isn't, they don't necessarily, they're not that deeply in touch with their emotions.
1: I think too, when women decide like, to a degree like when they're ready to settle down they were ready to settle down too so like when a woman commits to the bachelorette and they're thinking like i will be engaged by the end of this and i am here for my soulmate they're like i'm here for my soulmate so they're looking at it through like all of my past relationship red flags i see that in you and you and you've got to go <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah like you're you're very assertive in in what you like and what you don't like and yeah and you know that's that's respectable because I I as a guy often am locked down with with options right you know what I'm saying like, like god I'm trying to buy I'm trying to buy weights and oh my god things for for the home gym because the gym gym is closed the gym gym the, the gym, gym gym and it's it's a nightmare one because there's nothing available and two because it's become an obsession because they when they go on sale they go they sell out so quickly and Leah is not enjoying this but the point is that I I get so thick into the research of what's better what you know what I sh- what's where's the money better spent that I ultimately don't end up making a decision and I never get anything
1: three weeks comparing two bars that were literally the same literally
0: there there were there were some some key differences there were not let me tell you
1: you told me about the differences i assure you there were no differences except for one was available and one wasn't that was the difference. <laughs> one you could purchase and one you couldn't, so you just kept staring at it, hoping it would become available.
0: No, for a while,
1: n- no nope. neither nope. was available. Yeah, okay. And then one became available and one still wasn't, and you were just like, Well, maybe it will come available. Meh. That's what she sounded like. That's what I sounded
0: like. Mm-hmm. I- I'll admit that this process is Okay, Darcy. Easy. <laughs> 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 but I'll I'll admit that I've been I, I've been a little bit crazy a little with making minor decisions like that
1: anyway going back to this show yeah so
0: i don't remember how i was going to tie that into the uh, we were talking language. about male versus female oh, male decision versus making female decision making that's right
1: so yeah so the bachelorette is generally easier to watch because they just like for me it's all about like the success rate you actually have somewhat of a feeling that they'll probably end up working out whereas bachelor you're just like this is probably never gonna work out like You're just going to find out who's going to be the next Bachelorette, who's going on Paradise, and whatever. You kind of don't have much hope that they're going to actually end up in a relationship. Um, This show's a little bit interesting because, like, again, super excited that they're all (laughs) age-appropriate, that they all have jobs. (laughs) They're all, like, full adults and not like, I just got out of college 10 months ago, and I still live with my parents, which I'm not judging at all, but, like, you know. It's nice to be like actual real people with real jobs. Oh, by the way, she's an account manager for something that I don't understand, but she has a real job too. So like, what's the name of her company? Oh, uh, it was like Aura Organic something or other. I, I don't know. Yeah. So it's really nice to see like actual successful c- people talk about things that they're passionate about. Like that's awesome. Yeah. Like one of my favorite bachelorettes, Rachel. She was an attorney. And a very successful one. And now she works for ESPN and, like, has a bunch of podcasts. And is just kicking ass and taking names everywhere. So that's kind of the people that I like. But the other thing that's interesting about our labor of love baby mama, whatever you want to call her, is that she was on The, the Bachelor yeah. in 2007, 13 years ago. Dang,
0: that's, that's a long time ago. Yeah,
1: so she was on... I was in high school. She was on Brad Womack's season. Apparently, I didn't watch the show back then, where he chose no one. She got el- uh, um, eliminated in episode six, so she wasn't on that long. long. But yeah, she talks about how like she did that in her early 20s, and it was just a thing to do. And then she was married for a brief time, but it didn't work out. So that was interesting, because she's like, yeah, this isn't my first try on reality TV, but now I'm like an adult, and I know what I'm doing. Yeah.
0: So what... What do you recommend for, you know, to watch next week?
1: My recommendations. I I wrote a list up on our little whiteboard.
0: Did I cut you off? Were you going somewhere else with the show?
1: Well, I mean, we have to go to with the show. Are you going to continue watching Labor of Love?
0: Am I going to continue watching Labor of Love? No, I'm definitely not going to put a priority on it.
1: Come on. There's nothing on TV. You're not going to continue watching with me to see her journey?
0: On whether or not she gets pregnant?
1: Well, whether or not she picks someone. 'Cause she's already said she's gonna get pregnant without with or without one of these dudes. So if she doesn't like one of these dudes, she's just gonna go raise a kid on her own.
0: So she's gonna get in vitro or adopt a kid. hmm Fair enough. I don't really yeah. I don't I don't know. I'll probably it'll be it'll definitely be one of those shows where you'll watch it and then I'll kinda walk. Come in to and the walk dark out. side. Well, all I'm saying is is that I'm not gonna get sucked in. I refuse to get sucked into this show. I really do.
1: So what you're saying is you're just gonna sit down on the couch and wash it with me.
0: So what you're saying is there's a chance. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Yay me. But ultimately, you know, it's not. It's an, it's just I just find the concept kind of weird.
1: It's super weird, but it's interesting. It's new and different.
0: It is new and different. I guess that is that is a good thing. We are we are always wishing for a new and different concept, mm-hmm. right? They, it's always the same thing over and over and over again, Correct. and this is legitimately different. So put in that perspective to support different themes within reality TV and TV in general, I will continue watching the show with you.
1: Yay! There's a second episode on the DVR already. We're just waiting for you.
0: <laughs> okay, so I guess I got to watch that. Ooh,
1: ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, by the way, the show airs on Fox on Thursdays for anybody who's interested.
0: Thirsty Thursday.
1: Yep. I mean, you got nothing better to do in quarantine and all the TV's dead for like the next forever because uh, they don't know when they're reopening (laughs) TV shoots. So
0: Yeah. I mean, at least there was a proposal for that presented this week. Hopefully Mm -hmm. we'll hear some word on that for our entertainment industry friends.
1: Hopefully, because I know everybody's hurting to go back to work. Okay, so my recommendations, there is a really, really good... Documentary on Hulu called AKA Jane Roe. What's that about? It's about Jane Roe. So Roe versus Wade.
0: Oh, it's, Oh, is that where Reese Witherspoon?
1: Nope. It's the actual documentary. Oh. So it's actually about the woman who was Jane Roe and it's pretty enlightening. She just got fucked seven ways by Thursday by both sides of the <laughs> argument she was just somebody who got a not a, like she just got used by everybody in her life. She literally did and she was just somebody who you know needed help and couldn't get an abortion, so she actually didn't get an abortion, which was a huge misconception. I always thought she got an abortion, but she didn't and became the you know poster child poster child for somebody who couldn't get a legal abortion and then was the poster child for the movement and helped the movement really well for legal and safe abortions and then got chewed up and spit out by the pro-abortion people and completely mistreated by them and then got, you know, you should watch it, but she basically got paid to switch sides and did and then got chewed up and spit out by the other side. She never got to use her true voice and no one ever really wanted to hear her side of the story until this documentary was made and it was literally her dying declaration because she died in the middle of filming it. So it's really interesting. Wow. And even her funeral was taken and used for the fucking movement and they have video of that too and it's fucking insane. So that's a really good documentary and I kind of put it off watching it because I had a feeling that it was going to be really heavy. And it actually kind of wasn't heavy. It was just really like, God dang, (laughs) like was not expecting what I saw. So it's really enlightening and really interesting and I highly recommend it. I also started watching something on Netflix uh, called Trial by Media, which is really interesting. It's about, uh, you know, cases that are in the media The first one is the Jenny Jones case. And that's really interesting. I only watched the first one, but that's really good. And then there's another show on Netflix called Water and Blood. It's about uh, a girl in, I believe it's South Africa, whose sister was kidnapped. And then she goes to a party and meets a girl who looks exactly like her. And she starts thinking that might be her sister. Hmm. And so she like transfers schools to be at the same school as her and like kind of starts her own investigation to try to figure out if that actually is her sister. And I've only watched like two episodes of that one, but it's really good so far. So I kind of suggest that one too. And then my other show that I've started to rewatch because it finally got released on Netflix is the Nickelodeon series, Avatar, the last airbender, not the movie because the movie is bullshit, but the actual series, because it is so freaking good
0: yeah i'm actually gonna check that one out
1: yeah i'm doing a rewatch, but i started watching it before brian got home so i can't rewatch it with him because i'm already like 10 episodes in and it is easily one of my favorite shows and it is so good and it's technically a kid's show but it's really not just for kids and it's one of the greatest things ever made and the animation is fucking amazing and the storyline is even better and it's just great. And then there's a second series called Avatar The Legend of Korra. That's really good as well. But I highly suggest Avatar The Last Airbender because it's actually better. What are your recommendations?
0: You know, it's this was kind of an interesting week. Yeah, there's been a lot. There's been a lot going on and I've I've fallen down a lot of rabbit holes.
1: Yeah, Um, there's a lot of recommendations that I've been told that I need to watch and I've posted a lot on my personal Facebook of Things that, like, um on Netflix and stuff that I haven't yet watched, but that I want to watch, like, 13th on Netflix and different documentaries about race and things like that that I haven't gotten around to yet. So there's a lot of stuff that I will be watching. Yeah. That I'm going to put in our, like, little Made Me Watch notes. And I'm probably going to repost the same thing on our Made Me Watch profile because I haven't watched them yet. But because of everything that's going on, with the Black Lives Matter movement, I haven't watched them yet, so I don't want to recommend them without watching them.
0: Yeah, that's probably a smart move. Um, I'm probably I'm I mean I don't know I'll probably watch Space Force.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that looks good.
1: Have you watched anything this week though that you want to recommend?
0: No, because I really fell down that rabbit hole hard. Um, yeah, just
1: watching the just news. Watching
0: the news and watching everything going on. I don't, you know, I support I support the cause. I don't think it's Fair, you know the way the way that people are treated, and I think that the system needs to change. And yep. the most effective way that I can think of to do that, and that I can contribute, is uh, in using my vote. So I am just starting to pay more attention to the to the political landscape more so than I have in any other any other election. Not necessarily listening to the news coverage or the opinion um, opinion pieces written about each candidate, but researching the candidate like myself. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It that's I'm not a revolutionary by any means, but I'm going to. I've been kind of diving a lot of research into the lower level government positions because I feel like that kind of impacts our day to day lives a little bit more than you know a Trump or a or a Biden necessarily would but that's it i'm done i don't even, i can't you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna keep going any further so space force is something that i'm gonna watch million dollar listing la comes back this week so i'm gonna check that out beyond that you know i'm gonna kind of kind of pick it up as it goes i tried to watch uncut gems last night on netflix but i couldn't i just couldn't finish it not because it was a bad movie but because it's long and i got tired (laughs) (laughs) so I'm gonna have to circle back on that too but other than that it's just there's there's a lot not going on that I haven't had time or mental capacity to sit down to dedicate to tv
1: yeah I kind of watched a bunch of stuff not this last weekend but the weekend before I kind of watched like 24 hours of straight tv so I had a lot of recommendations from like two weeks ago and then this weekend it was kind of same thing, like just watching a lot of Twitter and updates from how you know we definitely get our news from like Twitter and the internet, not really the news news anymore because we're of that generation. Well, the, first <laughs> <So> the
0: frustrating <laughs> thing is that before this, I've I very rarely watched watched the news, and even when I'm watching the news now, I'm streaming it from YouTube because it's more of a raw, um, it's it's raw video versus the the production of the of the actual newsroom itself um so that's it's to me it's more digestible that way and i'm more free to make an opinion one way or another but yeah it is it is a lot and there's there's a lot going on and it kind of makes everything seem a lot less important
1: it definitely does and we are you know definitely watching everything unfold and
0: it's tough these are tough times, man. It's just tough. We had the we've been dealing with COVID. We had that that we had 5 months of that. It's June. Okay?
1: Not 5 months.
0: It February is when it end of February is when it really started to get crazy and then March is when it really shut down. Yeah, so. So, it's two. been about 5 months give or take. The point is is that we were locked down for so long because of this virus and we were just starting to make steps towards reopening and kind of kind of going back. And then, you know, we, the, the protest happened and it's totally valid and a total, totally a, you know, totally, we like, we hear you and we, we understand. And we're, we're respectful to, to that, but it just seems like it's just one thing after another. And I know I'm not the only person that feels this way, but I also know that there's going to, there's light at the end of the tunnel. And we are going to push through. So if you're out there protesting, if you're out there, you know, in amongst the crowds, hopefully you're taking care of yourself. Hopefully you, you know, you take advantage of the testing that's that's now available. Um, Leah and I both got tested at one point and and we both, we both came out negative, which was, which we felt pretty good about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, just take care of each other and take care of yourself First and foremost, because right now, the only thing that we can control is our own action and our own ability to push forward in whatever way that you feel like is is a productive step forward. It does It does mean getting your voice heard because it is a very valid voice and it is it is powerful. Your best voice that you can use is your vote and it's also the most undervalued and underused of all of the tools. So I think that that's I think that's a place that you're going to get the machine to change from within. And I really hope that this inspires people to do more research into their leadership and who they're electing and not just elect along party lines cuz there isn't there isn't a right or wrong answer to this, but that's more or less kind of how I feel about it.
1: Yep. I just I just things were better <laughs> and I hope things get better but you know obviously like we said we you know hear everything that's going on and we stand with everybody and we are with you guys and trying to help in the ways we can um I would love to be out protesting with people however I'm immunocompromised so I can't be out protesting so
0: if I were single <laughs> and didn't have didn't have some semblance of a career i'd be out there with a the blowhorn or a bullhorn yep. <laughs> 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 <I'd> yes <be laughs> <a blow> <laughs> he would be inventing a blowhorn inventing a blowhorn no I'd, I'd be out there with a the blow yep keep saying it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know there are other ways that you can you can help and contribute um right
1: now our big thing or my big thing i can't speak for ryan but right now my big thing is just i am taking every resource that anybody has been putting up and i am taking this opportunity to learn and be more educated because there are a lot of people that are just saying the best thing you can do is learn i'm a big believer in learning so if you're gonna give me resources and put it up and Say, so you should read this book. You should watch this in series. Of course, anybody tells me to watch something. I'm like, oh, yes, please. You should watch this documentary. You should watch this series. I'm like, okay, give me that documentary. Give me that resource. Give me that book because I love to read. So go out and educate yourself on everything going on and try to make the world a better place because w- the only thing we don't need <laughs> is more things that are terrible. And we
0: definitely <laughs> don't need another asshole. So don't be that guy.
1: Yeah. Make the world better, not worse.
0: It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun.
1: Okay, boy.